Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission. We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what do we get into today? Today we played Sonic the Hedgehog 3 on the Sega Genesis, which is the story of Super Saiyan Sonic's attempts to gather the Infinity Stones before Jim Carrey can redeploy the Death Star, dot dot dot, and Knuckles. <laughs> um, wow. This isn't our fault, you guys. This is actually a first for us that we put out a poll and we asked you guys, what should we play for Sega Genesis Episode 2? And we gave you four options. We whittled it down to two. Then we had you vote again. We had 241 total votes on our second poll. And 86 of you said X-Men 2 The Clone Wars. And 155 of you voted for Sonic 3. So you're welcome. Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, this is sort of another first, but it's more of like a first in three months. Yeah. We're together. We're in the same room, it's which is Christmas miracle. Yeah, Christmas in June. This is June. This is. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting because our Sonic Two episode came out at the very beginning of lockdown. We actually recorded it before the lockdown took place in Michigan, and it came out the day after our lockdown went mm-hmm. into effect here. So it's really interesting. We've started opening things back up, and now we can be in the same room. Dan had a COVID test, so I'm <laughs> I'm not worried. I don't know if he's worried about me. I'm not worried about him. Uh, yeah, I was feeling a little lightheaded yesterday, so just wanted to make sure everything was well. But anyways, yeah, we 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 started lockdown with Sonic Two. We're ending lockdown with Sonic Three. Oh man, I hope this is the end. Sonic is the lifeblood of our friendship, yep. Jordan. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I this is interesting. When we talked about Sonic 2, and if you missed that, it's back in uh, episode 39. We talked about Sonic 2. And uh, Dan, you had a story about how that game was tied to a traumatic memory for you. Yeah. And uh, I'm just wondering if you have a similar traumatic memory for Sonic 3, or is is the game just the traumatic memory? So I have a traumatic memory. It happened on June 16th, 2020. Uh I played all the way. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is how it's gonna be, I guess. I'm kind of surprised. So this is the thing. I came into our Sonic Two episode expecting to have a bad time. We both did. Yes. It was supposed to be the third in our terrible twos series, and we had a great time. Yeah. And so then I came in today, being like, I can't wait to play Sonic Three. This is gonna be awesome. (laughs) I actually heard you uh, told your wife that Sonic 3 is the best Sonic game. <laughs> what happened? I don't know what happened, guys. We sat down to play this game, and, I mean, you'll hear. I guess um, we didn't have a great time with it. Oh, man, I feel like this is like a Tony Hawk situation. where like, No, no, no. I, I walked I, into the first Tony Hawk, and I had a great time. Then I was expecting that out of Tony Hawk 2, and I didn't have a good time at all. Sonic 2 tricked me. It was a good game. And then I come into Sonic 3, and I'm like, oh, man, this is not the Sonic 3 that I remember. See, this is a little bit of revisionist history because I had a great time. I had a great time with Tony Hawk 2. Jordan, I wish you would let me talk about me a little bit. I also want to point out to everybody (laughs) who doesn't know that Dan is really excited for the Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remaster. Even though he didn't have a good time with those games, he's like 
all excited for the remaster. Yeah, so. and I literally sent you a text message today that I was like, I'm hyped for this Tony Hawk remaster. Not sure why. Didn't have fun when we covered it on the show. Yeah. Don't know what's up with that. Anyways, we what? Okay. Sonic 3, Jordan. Yeah. What is what is this game? Everybody knows what Sonic is. Yeah. What does this game do differently than Sonic 2? Sonic as a... I, I don't know if you guys know this. I am a Sonic expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent years of my life dedicated to understanding the lore yeah, of the, this game. The toys. I, the toys, the cosplay. Um, <laughs> and the thing you have to know about Sonic 3 is that it is one more than Sonic 2. <laughs> I have no clue. Why would you ask me? I don't know. I just didn't notice if you noticed any differences. Uh, yes, it was like they tried to make it look more 3D. Okay. But it wasn't real 3D. It was like fancy 2D sprites. Yeah, this game actually started off uh, as a 3D game. An really? isometric game. Oh. Yeah, it was, I fell deep down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia today. You wanted to make sure you didn't lose in trivia again. I, that is, might not be inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was just my plain research. But um, uh, this game, they Sega was apparently developing some kind of 3D chip and it wasn't going to be ready in time for this game to come out with the McDonald's promotion that they had like scheduled way ahead of time. Was that before or after the Cookie Crisp promotion? Uh, this game came out in 94. I think that was 1993. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so this game uh, restarted as a 2D game. The 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 original idea came, became Sonic 3D Blast, which came out in 1996, which I think is not a very good game. But I suppose that might be able to be said about all the Sonic games. But Wait, Dan, I could be wrong. We had a good time with Sonic <laughs> 2. You can't like go now and be angry at all Sonic games because you had a bad time today. Uh, what do you? I didn't have a bad time today. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then I think this is a good time for us to shift into what, what does this game do well? What are we doing, Jordan? It's been so long. Since I know. Together, let's. Uh, we don't even know. I know. I don't know know what I'm doing anymore. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about what this game did well. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Um, So moving on. (laughs) You can't just (laughs) skip this section. There are things that the game does well. And uh, for me, for me, uh, I think that the thing that this game does well has got to be that intro cutscene of Sonic (laughs) on an airplane flying it. Okay, so if you guys heard our last episode, I went on this whole long thing about how I love the intro cutscene of Sonic flying in on an airplane, and we were talking about Sonic and Knuckles, and that is from Sonic 3. Yep. And if you've heard that episode (laughs) and our Sonic 2 episode, you may have heard me talk about how this is the version of Sonic that I played at my friend Matthew's house when I was in first grade or whatever. Come to find out, I was just super wrong. I must have had just a terrible grasp on memory and video games as a first grader because this one, Sonic 3, is actually the game that we played at Matthew's. Um, I'm pretty sure. Or you know what it could have been? Matthew probably just had all these games and I'm an idiot. <laughs> or or it could have been Sonic 3 and Knuckles that you played. I don't know what it could that have, game yeah, is, I, how it starts off, but yeah, the, uh. the, the real version of Sonic 3 is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I they, was, yeah. I've heard that. I yes. uh, a mutual friend of ours actually sent me that in a message today and mm-hmm. was like, "Are you guys playing Sonic Three and Knuckles?" 
because that's the real way to play this game. And I was like, I don't think so. I think we're just playing the normal one. He goes, well, you guys should play that one. And Well, uh, I didn't actually own a copy of Sonic and Knuckles until I went shopping for retro games today. So it wasn't even like on the menu. You went in like a real store and browsed and bought stuff? Yeah. Dang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Yeah. Being adventurous. Yeah, but Sonic 3 and Knuckles, basically the game was too big and was going to cost too much to like manufacture cartridges with the I think amount of memory or something that it needed to like hold the game so they ended up splitting it into two and they put the slot on the top of the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge yeah so that you could play the game as originally intended yeah so. I always loved that with like the the game shark and the game genie <laughs> and the the Sega power of tower tower mm. of power what's it called <laughs> where you can stack all the things on the Sega it's cool very innovative something like that you don't get to do that anymore with all these new disc-based systems all right it's okay what does sonic do well you you like the opening cutscene. i did like the opening cutscene. i also had a good time with the multiplayer because i was able to beat you and that always makes it good i mean if i remember correctly the score was six to five um in my favor maybe no there's no recorded uh record uh, that. literally we captured footage of the entire time we were playing. So there actually is a recorded Dan, record of um, that. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I feel like you're insulting the intelligence of our audience. We all know it's, it's 2020 deep fakes exist. Anybody can edit a video to make it look how, whatever they want. But beside uh, the fact of me being able to beat you in multiplayer, this was a big upgrade from Sonic 2's multiplayer yeah. in that it actually ran at full speed. There wasn't a bunch of lag or dropped frames, and mm. uh, it was fun. It's it's very different, but it does feel like Sonic. You're just flying through loops and doing super fast laps. I would have liked to see each of the race courses be a little bit longer, yeah. but it's fun, and it works. Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of a one-trick pony, though. Like They're very short courses. Your races are like... a i don't know less than a minute long sometimes yeah you got to do five laps on these like really short courses that just repeat themselves like 12 seconds at a time um and that's the only multiplayer or that's the only versus mode yeah the game itself you can also play in two players just like you can do like sonic 2 where the second player can can control tails and kind of be invincible and run around the screen and carry sonic by flying and collect rings and kill the boss for your friend who doesn't want to die because this game took long enough as it was. Yeah, I actually have the co-op mode on here as what this game does well because this game is kind of the ultimate little brother game. You know, there's that, that whole yeah. thing about like, you know, giving your little brother the unplugged controller um, as you're playing Mario Brothers. Mm. And in this game, you can have your little brother play the game along with you or your kid or whatever and they're yeah. not going to actually hurt you. I mean, it's they're you know they can trigger stuff on accident, but really, Tails is kind of just a harmless, harmless little tag along yeah. that doesn't really affect things if he's there or not. Yeah, I uh, I told you I was going to change um, your name in my phone <laughs> to, to what to, to Tails Miles Prower because you're a wonderful little tag along. <laughs> I would way rather be Tails than Sonic. Of any Sonic character, Tails is the one I guess I'd want to be. <laughs> Although he's kind of, yeah, I don't know. You're like my little my little brother, my little co-pilot. I'm like two <laughs> feet taller than you. 
I don't know if this. I don't know if this is like a, a secret insult or if I'm supposed to be honored by this. Jordan, it's always a secret insult. I know it's not even so <laughs> secret. Even it's just blatant. It's out there, obvious. Oh man, uh, one of the things that I have that this game did well is like you can actually pick your character. Yeah. Uh, it, you can you have save files in this one now. And you can uh, pick Sonic or Tails or Sonic and Tails. Yep. Um, and in multiplayer, you can be Knuckles. Yeah. I, th- I think, well, I don't, I wish I remembered everything that was different about Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but uh, I think you can play through the campaign as Knuckles, maybe? That sounds you... familiar. I would have to call up my friend Matthew from first grade <laughs> to really know, but that sounds familiar. Uh, actually, I, I have a note. Uh, of all the differences. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles allows the player to play Sonic 3 levels as Knuckles or Sonic and Knuckles levels as Tails or both Sonic and Tails. Other new features are the ability to collect Super Emeralds, unlocking new Hyper Forms for Sonic and Knuckles and a Super Form for Tails. Ooh! Improved save options, access new areas that Sonic or Tails could not previously access, altered boss forms, and an additional ending that shows Sonic returning the Master Emerald to Angel Island. There you go. Those are all the differences. (laughs) Problem solved. Problem solved. So, yes, playable, uh, selectable characters. What the game does well. Yep. Another thing that I liked in this game that you didn't have in the previous Sonic games is that each level flows together seamlessly. Mm, so yeah. it's like one long story. You don't have like the fade to black. When you end one level, it just goes and you keep running into mm-hmm. the next thing. And there might be a little cutscene where like you get shot out of a cannon and into the next level or whatever. But each level flows nicely into the next one. And I thought that was nice. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah. Is every Sonic game that way? No, the other one's just like you hit a black screen and then it went okay. to the next level. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And kind of on that, there are like a lot of different environments. It's interesting the way they're all stitched together. Yeah. Now that you mention it, um, because they're, the environments in this game are all very different, which I think is possibly one of the strengths of Sonic just generally. At least in Sonic 2, it, it felt like you've got the pinball zone or like the chemical plant zone or like the airship thing, like death zone for supersonic (laughs) Sonic two, um, green Hill zone. Yeah. The most classic Sonic zone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in my personal opinion. So yeah, there's a good variety. And on that, uh, this game looks great. I mean, this game looks like (laughs) I noticed, the the visuals in this game a lot more than I think I normally do. Uh, th- this game came out in 1994, so it was a it was a, a bit into the life cycle. But I was definitely impressed by like all the sprites and levels and everything in this one today. Yeah, they definitely did some interesting stuff to make it look 3D ish, mm-hmm. and it's not the exact same sprites from Sonic 2, and it it did look really nice. Hmm. Hmm. I have one more thing for what this game does well, but I think that you're gonna, um, you're not gonna appreciate it. Well, I've got a few more points. All right, you go, and then I'll do mine because it's kind of silly. So I would put the music more in the what the game does well column than the what the game doesn't do so well column. Hmm. 
<laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> no, I don't have it on either. I just, oh, okay. it was high, hard, highly unremarkable to me. Yeah, which is interesting because there's a lot of, um, I did some digging around the Michael Jackson thing today because he had some involvement in this game and it was kind of like an urban legend and then it wasn't anymore. And like, apparently he had quite a bit of involvement, but got into some trouble at the time. And so they kind of parted ways. Oh, see, that's a different story than what and I read. And also, apparently, he didn't like the sound quality on the Genesis. There you go. That's what and I. And that was another part of why things didn't happen. Yeah. So there's still like, I'll put a, a YouTube video in the description. It's like a 20 minute long, 22 minute long video that gets into like all this stuff where he like layers Michael Jackson's actual music on top of some of the music from Sonic Three, and you can hear how much it really resembles some of the songs that Michael Jackson put out later and stuff like that. So the music uh, better than worse. <laughs> pretty, I'll, pretty good. I would disagree. I mean, it's just not my style of chiptune. I just, it's too funky for its own good. Yeah. You were like complaining about how funky it was. I was like, huh, eh, this yeah. just sounds about right. Give rid of that funky stuff. No, no, man. Give me some straight up Konami chiptune. Well, I mean, that's not even a question. That's right? not, but that's not what we're talking about here. Well, I know. I'm saying it was it was a choice that they made to go funky. All right, whatever, man. Uh, th- another thing that I have that the game does well is the the power ups. You got the bubble that lets you like breathe underwater and bounce. You got a fireball which like protects you from certain projectiles, I think, and you can kind of zoom through the air. And then you have like a lightning bubble that attracts rings and gives you a double jump. So I like that. I thought that those were a really nice upgrade. Yeah, I thought those were a good addition. It definitely was reminiscent of Mario and being able to get the different power-ups. I was not skilled enough as a platformer to usually utilize them very well because I would lose them instantly after getting them. Mm. But I appreciated that they were there, and I feel like with more practice, I would have appreciated them further. Although I don't know that more practice was really my downfall. I played the same 15 seconds of a level 80 times and still Gosh. couldn't master it. So yeah. uh, I'm not kidding you guys when I say that I'm terrible at platformers. <laughs> uh, this game, um, well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, the The last thing that I have, and this is sort of, this is this is a weird. This is like on the fence for me. All right, let's hear it. I have that the level, the bonus levels are manageable. Hmm. So, the bonus levels themselves are kind of an eyesore. Yeah, nausea inducing is what I have written down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they they are. I'm not gonna say they're fun, but I feel like getting the chaos emeralds is manageable in this one. Yeah. Well. I'm glad that I didn't attempt them because you were really good at them, but you also sound like you've spent a lot of time practicing them. Yeah, I remember there being some kind of uh, hack of some sort or or code that you could enter if you put an incompatible uh, game into Sonic and Knuckles. I think that there was some cheat that you could enter and you could just play the bonus game over and over and over again. So I don't know if I did that or if I don't know if, if the PC version that I originally owned back in the early 2000s had some kind of like just play the bonus level thing but i played a bunch of the bonus levels somehow and got a really good grasp on it yeah even when it was like flying at super speed you were nailing them all getting the coins i was impressed coins Coins. what rings coins whatever don't sonic 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 just cut the middle out of a coin and called it a ring it's not mario john it 
Yeah, it's Mario. <laughs> it's Mario to me. Uh, but yeah, so I appreciate the fact that like, oh, you can get the Chaos Emeralds in this game. It doesn't feel like an impossible task if you spend enough time in the bonus games. We got all but one of them in our playthrough today because we couldn't find the last ring and we couldn't be bothered to play that last level more. Uh, well, actually, f- uh, we would have had them all if the Retron hadn't crashed on us early That's on. Fair. That's fair. Good point. Because we couldn't be bothered. We beat the first level and then the Retron froze and like reset twice and so it was like well i guess i'm just not gonna get that and then like we got to the end of the game and we were missing one emerald it was like oh that's a good point of course so we didn't unlock supersonic today but we should have we got robbed all right my last thing and this is totally serious is that the debug mode is awesome (laughs) i don't know how you guys but in my flailing attempts to be decent at this game i entered some sort of secret code and got us into the debug mode which is the best because you can finally play sonic as the (sighs) ring and you know what the ring can do you can just teleport through the level you can do whatever you want the ring is the best sonic character ever and i think that we should all be playing ring the hedgehog three so the in the retron there's built-in cheats and we basically activated the cheat that turns on level select which i think has something to do with the debug mode it's like when you turn that on i think you can turn on the debug mode i don't know how to do it properly i don't remember but no but if you if you need to access it just come have me play your game for about five (laughs) minutes and my random button mashing will unlock debug mode yeah and so in the debug mode you can change into items and like place them in the world and like or just fly around as a ring yeah you could just fly around wherever you want um, and so Jordan somehow accidentally turned it on and, uh, he really liked that because yeah. he finally wasn't failing and getting crushed by a wall anymore. Nothing can kill you in debug mode. That's right. Unless you try to apparently respawn Sonic on a uh, platform where he spins, where his sprite spins in circles. Apparently that will crash the game from what I was reading. Oh, <laughs> interesting. There's a lot of those in this game. All right. I think yeah. we can move on to what this game is didn't do so well okay and for me the number one thing has to be that sonic is a bad guy sonic's a bad guy and i never knew that until playing this game dan there's a there's a time in angel island zone two where the entire island is on fire all right and sonic goes and takes the only water reservoir and drains it into the ocean instead of putting the island out He just allows the entire island to burn, and it made me realize that Sonic is just another in a long line of video game protagonists who's actually a bad guy, just like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. I just, I can't even. I know, I can't believe it either. It's like, all these years of thinking that that cute little hedgehog was a good guy, and he's actually an evil little guy. I can tell that you agree with me, so I think we could just move on. <laughs> Speaking of water, why is water even a thing in Dude, Sonic? That's my first point. Is yeah. just water. 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 Why? Wh- Not only does it tempt Sonic to do evil, evil things, but it also slows him down. And we all know that Sonic just wants to go fast. This okay. So I guess my most of my what the game doesn't do well points kind of can stitch themselves together. Water is like a bigger problem with this game, which is the level design. Uh, 
And the level design is a problem because it seems to be, it seems to go counter to what Sonic does best. Going fast? Which is not standing still waiting for platforms and gotcha spikes and trying not to drown. And like, I feel like there's so much slow time in Sonic and the water is one of the worst examples of that. Yeah, I I didn't. It, none of those water parts are fun. Every time you hit a water part of a level, it's like, why? Why is this here? I feel like that's just standard fare for like ninety five percent of games. The water levels being stupid. Yeah, or, or being able to drown in games like yeah the original Ninja Turtles game where they're like, let's make like the second level on NES like a wa- uh, water bombs. Wait a minute, they're turtles. I know, and there's a bunch of like. I don't think you can drown, but you have like a really short time limit and there's a bunch of things trying to electrocute you. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other game. There's another game that used to drive me crazy with the water. And I can't remember what it is, but like I just, I hate water levels in games. Me too. Except for Mario because it's got that sweet water theme. I feel like uh, Naughty Dog games are the only games that I don't hate water in. But anyways, Tomb Raider, that's another one. That's Maybe you're secretly a cat. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I don't know. Another thing that I kind of didn't like about this game is I feel like Tails is way worse in this game. As somebody who was like the second player in both our Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 playthroughs, there's just some changes that they made to Tails that made him not as fun to play. It does make it more autopilot for those who want a little brother play along, but um, like he flies when you don't want him to, and he can't land unless the player one stands still. He also like will accidentally activate elevators and platforms when you don't want him to. And he really only shines in those boss fights when he's invincible. But other than that, it's like you're kind of just waiting for player one to get through the level so you can participate in something because tails just feels very like they just tossed him in at the end. He wasn't really, he was an afterthought. That's Hmm. what I'm trying to think of. I, um, I don't know, man. I don't remember enough about how he played in Sonic 2 to to be like, yeah, he definitely was different. Like, I don't know. He was kind of mildly useful in Sonic 2, and he's mildly useful here. See, now I feel very insulted at the fact that you called me him Tails. <laughs> I was just sort of suspicious. <laughs> I was sort of suspicious <laughs> earlier, but now I know that that was an insult. It's all becoming clear now. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I should have never brought it up. It's better to just not know. Yeah, right? Um, more on the level stuff is like some of these levels just really start to overstay their welcome. Yeah. That was one of the the selling points that I saw online for this game is that it's three times as long. Each level is three times as long as a a level in Sonic one or two. And it's like, whoa, stop. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Three times as long because it'll take you three times as long to figure out what the heck's going on. Yeah. You have no clue where you're going. It's not like there's, I mean, there are arrows sometimes that point you, but it's just one giant chaotic mess and you just kind of have to hope that you're going the right way. Yeah. The, another point that I have is the level design is just really unclear. Yeah. And like, that's not good when you're like, where am I supposed to go? Oh, I think I'm supposed to go to the left. Oh no, this is a dead end. Like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, that spinning top thing that was like 20 seconds ago. I got to guess I got to go back and get that. Like, just I don't know. There's a lot of mess in this game. It's just like, why is it so hard to find the exit to these levels? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm starting to think that I don't get Sonic in the same way that I don't get Mega Man. Oh, no. Because I no. feel like people love this game and I just didn't get it today. I got Sonic 2. Like, that made sense to me. That was fun. But this one, I'm struggling with. Mega Man is pretty much run to the right, go up or down, run to the right, go up or down, fight a boss. Sonic is like, has like, I don't know, four paths through every level. And like, they intersect in weird ways and just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like in the same way that Streets of Rage 3 just was like, this is taking longer than it should. Yep, absolutely. That's how I started to feel about Sonic, like, I don't know, halfway through the game. It took us, I don't know, two hours and 40 minutes or so to beat this one. Yep. Um, And I wish the game would have been less than two hours. I agree. But... You know what's really telling about the amount of time that it took to beat this game is that Sonic himself dies after 10 minutes of this game. He just dies of boredom. If you don't beat a level in 10 minutes, Sonic just gives up and dies of boredom. Uh, well, I don't know if it's boredom, but he like looks at the screen. He like shrugs his shoulders and he just dies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to go fast. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's a good point. You should just know that. That's a good point, but it's hard to go fast when the game gets in your way. Yeah. My last thing for what I have of what this game does poorly is that there's like no story. Like there is a story that's like if you read the manual or if you go online and like there's like a whole bunch of story to this game. But in the game itself, like even in the cutscenes and stuff, like all you get is Sonic and Tails are crash landing and there's like Knuckles is there and is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I don't, I don't really know what's going on. There's like no story in this game and I was kind of disappointed with that. Mm, yeah, I uh, I found the story on Wikipedia. Yeah. So I fully knew what was going on. Got to stop the death egg from being repaired. Which is totally not the death star. No. Because it's an egg. Yes. 100%. Um, But I want to say like who plays Sonic for the story, but I know there's some serious Sonic lore out there. I mean, between all the cartoons and the comics and the movie and like all the games, (laughs) like... Clearly, uh, there's some lore to Sonic, so I can't just... It's not one of those, like, why is Shredder stealing the Statue of Liberty? Like, just because you need a plot device. It's like, well, I guess the story actually is a valid point. Yeah, I mean, these games, it's a direct continuation of the story from Sonic 2, but you don't really get that just from playing the game. Yeah, I mean, I guess the game doesn't really lend itself to much story. It's like, run through these crazy zones as fast as you can. Oh! Gotcha. Dan, have you heard about cutscenes? Uh, no. Cutscenes. They're these great things where they, they play a little bit of video and it gives you some story. You can actually put some text boxes up if you want, even. And you can create a whole big story with just a few lines of text and some animation. You had some cutscenes in this one. You get to the end of some zones and Knuckles steps on a switch and drops you down. He laughs at you. Yeah. And then you get somewhere else. You steal Robotnik's car and Knuckles punches it. And then he falls That's off. not a story. That's just things. <laughs> that, those are just things that happened. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not putting the story in what this game does well. No. I mean, <laughs> can you put any Sonic game, for the, the story and what the game does well? Um, Maybe I ha- the cartoon? I don't have enough uh, 
experience with Sonic to really make a judgment call on that. Maybe Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine. I do know that um, Sonic Team Racing has won many awards for its dramatic storytelling. Oh, yeah? No, I just, I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, Sonic and Mario. <laughs> yeah, at the Olympic Games. Yeah, those are. It's really just like a, a long drama. It's like a, a TV show almost. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you have anything else of what this game does poorly? Uh, just all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> Jordan. I wanted to like this game. I know I was you did. Excited to play. I played it. Uh, I dipped my toe into it for the Desert Island list. But it was like one of those things where, and I said this in the Sonic 2 episode, like every Sonic game, the first couple levels are great. And that's about it, I feel like. <laughs> kind of like Battletoads. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's are fair. retro games just a bait and switch? Uh, to some extent, because you often didn't get past the first couple levels. And yeah. by the time you did, like you'd invested so much time and energy into it that you just had to convince yourself that it was good. And maybe that's just it, is they knew you were going to invest so much time up front that they really spent all the time making sure that those levels were fun. That's what I would have done. So if you rented the game and you couldn't get through it in the weekend, like yep. maybe you'll buy it or something. I don't know. But I thought this game was going to be a lot better. But I'm then sorry. we got to Marble Hill Zone. I feel like the carnival zone was my least favorite because I was hoping it was going to be as good as the pinball level in Sonic 2. And it just, it, I don't know. They took like all the good stuff from the pinball level and got rid of it and kept all the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Womp womp. All right. You ready to move on? Uh, yes, I am. So, Jordan, what would you pay for the experience you just had with, with Sonic 3? Uh, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I, I think I said like two to $4 on Sonic 2. So like, I feel like if I saw this, <laughs> I feel like if I had like 50 cents in my pocket and saw this somewhere, like I could, I would drop 50 cents or a dollar on this. If you saw this at a thrift store for $2 and 92 cents. No, I mean, <laughs> wait, you got the you got the box with it for $2.92, so. Yeah, it's true. Um, although the box is kind of ruined by the red grease pencil they used. I could um, clean that off if I wanted to. That's true. That's it true. adds character. It does. Yeah, I don't think I would spend $2.92 on <laughs> That's me, though. That's me, though. I have a different uh, standard of what I'll spend my money on. Man, I thought, I thought you had more fun than I did today. Uh, no, what are you talking no. about? I just sat there waiting for it to be over. <laughs> I enjoyed the multiplayer. Like the multiplayer Guys, is worth 50 cents. Jordan, a dollar. I, I handed the controller to Jordan to control Sonic. Yeah. And he didn't beat a single level. That's not true. I beat, <laughs> I did beat one level. Don't even, don't do me like that. That's rude. I beat a level. I think I beat Marble Zone Act 1. Jordan found a giant ring in one level and handed me the controller That's right. to play the bonus level. And yep. then he was convincing himself that he beat the level. I beat it. And he just, he couldn't. And then he tried for another 20 minutes. <sighs> <laughs> what can I say? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the Sonic fans out there. I'm sorry. Me too. I like Sonic as a concept, as a, as a cartoon. Um, I just suck at the game. Man, this makes me want to like, go really try to dig into Sonic Mania and see if it's just the same thing. Because I've probably spent 
less than half an hour on Sonic Mania. I don't even know what that is. It's the newest Sonic game that's like out on like modern platforms. Oh. And it takes like all the elements. Like oh, that's the new yes. side scrolling one. Yes. Not 3D. Right. Okay. So I feel like I would like to see if that game is legitimately fun if I try to play through it, but uh, you would hope so. You would. I heard good stuff about it. Well, I think people like Sonic 3. That's tr- it had really good reviews. Dan, I googled it. It's better and than Super it, Mario World. Like, people gave it like nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Yeah, you. And I'm like, found... I feel so confused. Like, what's wrong with me that I don't un- I don't get what they get? Which makes me feel bad. Like, I feel bad that this is a lot of people's favorite game, and I just didn't get it. I think it was a time period thing, really, because it was probably really good at the time. Yeah. Um, you said you saw one reviewer call it better than Super Mario World. Yeah, well, that was just a random person who left a Google review, so um, yeah, it could have been one of the developers, probably, because there's there's like a zero percent chance that's even a conversation. Yeah, no, this game is it's no, no, yeah, that's stupid. That's that's, <laughs> that's a dumb thing to say, guy on Google. It's <laughs> just silly. Uh, okay, so what would I pay for the experience I just have, Jordan? What do you think I would pay? You would pay two dollars ninety two cents. I did. That's true. Like, but you are you, and like I feel ago. like you would. You're gonna say something dumb. You didn't have any fun with this game, and you're still gonna say it's worth six dollars or something. And I'm still gonna want to play it tomorrow. <laughs> He's guys. You don't understand. He's gonna text me tomorrow and say I could really play some Sonic Three. And then I'll watch the footage, and I'll be like, Oh yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like my brain does this weird thing where it just blocks out the it's, lack of fun. We've talked about this before. It there's some sort of <laughs> There's some sort of dust on old games that just warps collectors' brains and it makes them think, I can't sell this game. I have to keep well, it. It's a Jordan, good game. It's actually like it's a it's a fusion of the weird uh particles of, of plastic uh and cat poop. Yeah, well <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna go down that road again. I wasn't my gonna cats go down that have again. pooped all over my collection, so it's just there is for those of you who are just completely confused, we've talked about before <laughs> that there is something this is like proven by science. I'm not just doing one of my weird rants where I make stuff up. There's something in cat poop that makes humans like want more cats. And that's how you get crazy cat ladies, is because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy where they just buy more and more cats and then they are exposed to more and more cat poop and they actually like can control your brain. It's crazy. And I I have a theory that game collectors are similar and (laughs) there's something on these old cartridges and all of you people out there who are licking your Nintendo switch cartridges, they they don't, you're the, you're going to be the next generation of this. Don't go licking stuff. You don't know. The old cartridges do taste better than the new ones for sure. (laughs) That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I'm feeling five dollars. You, one. of course, you are. Of course, you are. Five dollars for this this uh, to be as part of my collection. Well, what's it selling for these days? Uh, what do you think it's selling for? On, oh yeah, on, we have to do the eBay. guessing thing. I'm gonna say twelve dollars. So this one, you can eBay was kind of all over the map on this one, so it's kind of weird. So I'm going with the price charting average on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, $17 loose. Oh, goodness. Um, This is the worthless. (laughs) Easy. This is easy. Next. 
Next. Jordan, we didn't even talk about the PAL region. Okay. The PAL region is going for $34. $23. dollars $23. Worthless. <laughs> this is a worldwide worthless. In the same way that Sonic was a worldwide worth it, this is a worldwide <laughs> worthless. Uh, complete copies of this only go for $32 to $35, Jordan. So if if Dan, you can sell <laughs> the one that you have sitting right here for a thirty-two dollar profit. It's not thirty-two dollar profit, Jordan. I paid three dollars for it. Okay, whatever. Don't make me do math. It plus inflation. That's like I paid four dollars for it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can say worthless. Now I want to hear your mental gymnastics to say <laughs> worth it. <laughs> well, so you can't play Sonic Three and Knuckles without. Oh my Sonic goodness. <laughs> uh no, seventeen dollars, I gotta say worthless. Yeah. Um man, that's why does this keep happening? I feel like this happens on this show more often than I want it to, where I go into a game like, this is gonna be good. And then I walk out and I'm just like, that was that's ruined. Well, we've just come off of like a string of games that we really liked, so it's about time that we had one that was worthless. Yeah, well, we did play Super Mario Kart, and that was hot garbage. No, wrong. That was a great game. (laughs) What is wrong with you? You're over here trying to justify liking this game that you hated, but for some reason you dislike Mario Kart because I was better at it than you. I don't know. We'll have to, uh, maybe we'll play it again soon. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. I just don't like Mario Kart because there's no blue shells in the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, that's, that's the reason. All right, are you ready for our trivia segment, Dan? I want to point out to everybody that Sonic 2 um, was the beginning of Dan's trivia downfall at that point. And we had three questions on Sonic 2 episode. He got two of them right, one of them wrong, and he was kind of salty about it because it was the cookie crisp, the infamous cookie crisp question. And that actually began a long downturn here. But I have a feeling that, Dan, you're going to do well in this because just in you pontificating about this game, you've actually mentioned one of the answers to this. So you are already (laughs) batting, uh, you know, 50% here. So I have a good feeling that you're going to get back on track here and that Sonic, although it was your downfall, will also be your saving grace. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, We'll start with the one that I I know that you already know. And this comes from at Mazuini? Mazuini, I don't know how you say this. I'm so sorry. M-A-Z-U-I dot N-E on Instagram says, which famous musician worked on the soundtrack before parting ways with Sega due to creative differences? Was it A, Paul McCartney, B, Elton John, C, Chad Kroger, or or D, Michael Jackson? (laughs) Yeah, that was Michael Jackson. It was Michael Jackson. As stated previously in the episode, you guys should really watch that video that I'm going to post in the description because it's like really good. Just really interesting, nerdy, sonic soundtrack goodness. Yep. Apparently, Knuckles' theme is basically the exact same drum beat from Michael Jackson's Blood on the Dance Floor. There's a lot of that. There's some other ones, yeah. All right, here we go. Trivia question number two. It comes from Aid... Oh my goodness, why can't I ever say your guys' names? At AldoPink89 says, How many total zones are there in Sonic 3? Is it A, 6, B, 8, or C, 10? 6. Zones, yes, it's 6. Dan, you stumped them both. You're back on a roll. 
<laughs> I'm, I feel like this is the beginning of, of great things for you. I hope so. I hope so. It's I hope been, so too. It's been hard. I felt, I felt <laughs> like, hey, you know what sounds like a great segment for the podcast? A trivia segment. Well, and to, then people come in and just like utterly destroy me thinking that I know anything about video games. To be fair, you went like four months and only got no, one question. It yeah. was not four months. It was like yes. four episodes, Jordan. No, Dan, we started on the GoldenEye episode. Which I got wrong. Yeah. And then from then on, you didn't get another one wrong until March 17th. GoldenEye came out in December, I think. So that's three months. December, January, February, and half of March. I don't even know, dude. You you had a good long streak. Stop trying to make me say nice things about you after you <laughs> called me tails, and I thought it was a compliment, and it was actually an insult. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Maybe you'll get good at trivia, or maybe you'll be bad, and people will win free stuff. I don't know. And might... maybe I'll just send people free stuff anyway. That That's a nice thing. I'll probably do that, because yeah. I got so many stickers, and I want to send out stickers to people. I feel like I've got maybe a 50-50 shot with whatever trivia we get for next episode where we're covering Pokemon Red and Blue. Ooh, Pokemon Red and Blue. We're actually, uh, are we doing just one Pokemon episode or are we doing No, uh, so June, Junisys, Sega Junisys, I mean, you got to go with the puns, right? We love puns. So July, this one doesn't really, I mean. It doesn't alliterate. It could be any month, but July is uh, Poke-month. Ooh, Poke-month. Poke-month. Yeah. (laughs) This is exciting. Yeah, so both games are going to be Pokemon games. I I am still up in the air on the second game, but Red and Blue classic games are going to be the uh, the first episode in July. This is going to be weird because normally I come into these things not having any clue what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, and Pokemon is probably the game. Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow are are probably the games that I have beaten the most out of any video game probably really? the first video game that i ever beat and i i don't know yeah i mean it's probably getting close to double digits the number of times that i've i've beaten those games so this will be interesting yeah should be fun i'm kind of i've started already and i've uh been kind of doing it with my eyes closed <laughs> you've been uh twitch playing pokemon uh, <laughs> not quite that bad <laughs> Um, one other point of interest that we should talk about for those of you who remember our sunset riders episode from way back when, if you guys haven't heard that game just released on the switch eShop, the arcade version, Mm. and it's only like $7 and that is a ton of four player fun right there for seven bucks. So highly recommend you going and picking it up. That is definitely worth it. Yeah. 100%. Um, one other note here about Sonic three is actually you can get the game for like five dollars on Xbox One and 360. So while it is worthless at 17, you can get the digital <laughs> version and you can get Sonic and Knuckles for I looked today three dollars on the Xbox Store. Wow! Or on Steam, you can get Sonic Three and Knuckles for like five dollars. There you go. The digital so, versions may be the way to go on these. Yeah, or they might not be. Maybe no versions for you, but... Speaking of digital versions of games, remember this month's bounty, we are giving away a Sega Genesis Mini. Yes. And this is a really easy one, you guys. All you have to do is send us a direct message on Twitter or on Instagram or an email and tell us what are your top 10 Sega Genesis... Five. Oh, yeah, that's right. Top five Sega Genesis Desert Island games. And that's it. 
you don't have to have like the right answer or know anything. It's really simple. I think we are getting close to like 15 entries. So there's not a ton right now. You mm-hmm. can have a really good chance at winning an awesome little system and to get a lot of great Sega Genesis games. Yeah, so send in the top five, and actually the winner will discuss your list on the the next episode. Those entries need to be in by June 30th, uh, 2020, obviously. Um, And yeah, we're going to randomly pick a winner, and uh, we'll send you a Sega Genesis Mini, which is a great little console. Yes. You can play Mega Man, The Wily Wars. You could if you wanted to. And who doesn't want to? I don't want to. I'm, there, there's got to be other people out there just like how every single person in the world has a Nintendo Switch there's got to be some people out there who don't like Mega Man I don't know Jordan that's just the way the world works Dan I don't know I feel like you're the only one I'm the only one who doesn't <laughs> like Mega Man send us a message uh, if you don't <laughs> like Mega Man and maybe we'll give you an extra entry into it I'm just kidding Maybe but, we should uh, put a poll on social media. Oh, yeah. Like what? Just do you like Mega Man? Yeah. Do you get Mega Man? <laughs> are Who's going to admit to that? Are you get good Mega Man or no? I'm, that's all I'm going to post. <laughs> are you get good Mega Man or no? <laughs> Check out the poll, guys. It'll be swell. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, do we have anything else? I think that is going to wrap us oh, up. Oh, I think we have one other thing, Jordan. Oh, yeah. We do have one more thing. Uh, so you made some bold statements about NHL 94. Oh my goodness. This is not what I expected. (laughs) And I just wanted to say that we were wrong. I was wrong about one thing, but I don't think that I'm wrong about the thing that you're thinking of. No, I mean, I was just, (laughs) sometimes we're wrong and we'd rather call ourselves out than be called out. So uh, what are you talking about? Just like that you were wrong about the Sonic game that you played. Yeah, I said that. Uh, NHL 94 did not. Did we got a whole message. Some of the things that you said that it did. There was the first one. Time. Okay, so I was wrong. I misstated and said that 95 and 96 and other games went back to horizontal. That wasn't true. Everything else I said was true. I think the vertical ice started in 93, right? Uh, but the vertical, they didn't have. <laughs> Dan, listen. I don't know if that's true or not, but all of the other things that I said were a fact, and I, we don't need to go and relitigate the past episode. <laughs> NHL 94 is a great game. I see it right in front of me sitting on your desk, which just goes to show how great of a game that it is. Yeah. We, well, we got a message that said NHL 95 is objectively the best. So I do want to point out that we got a very long message saying <laughs> that NHL 95 is objectively the best. But we also got a very long, equally long, if I might say, message saying that Jordan is correct. NHL 94 is the best. And here are all the reasons. <laughs> so, so far, that is one very long message in favor of NHL 94 and one very long message in favor of NHL 95. And so we're just waiting for the NHL 96 guy to chime in and then we'll have a trifecta. So I just need to know why NHL 94 is the one. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Guys, I sent him like I sent him all this stuff. Just don't just don't. For some reason this game I just can't figure out why it's the one. You're the, you're the worst. <laughs> so I bought it today to figure out if it's better than 95 or if 95 or 96. I got I got NHL 94, 95 and 96 today. Look at that. 
So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Coming soon. Everybody's favorite sports games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, do you have anything else? Is that is that it? Uh, no, that, I think that's it. Uh, today, uh, well, did you, uh, where can people find us? You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at W-I-O-W podcast. And uh, you can check out all the stuff we're posting. We post stuff about the podcast, stuff about retro games. Sometimes we post polls about what game we're going to play next on the podcast. So follow us there if you're not already. We love to interact with you guys, um, chat with you in the comments, and we would love to see you over there. Yeah, and if you want to submit your bounty entry entry by email, that is worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. Yes. All right, so today we are going to close out the show with a track called Go Straight from Donnie on an album called The Streets, parentheses, Of Of Rage. Rage. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, this is another uh, Game Chops remix album thing, so it's it's a fun little Streets of Rage remix. So Awesome. I enjoy it. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.